And now presenting the Happy Cast with your happy friends, Lou and Jamie. Are you happy? I am. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> What's up, dude? Uh, Nothing. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Trisau Street. Trisau. Hello, my, my little sugar plum fairies and, and candy canes. I forget it. I don't know. I don't know. It's a poor excuse to pick a man's pocket on December 25th. Mm, that's all I know. Yeah. Oh, nothing. This is our post-Christmas end of the year episode. Yeah, yeah kind of brought together pretty quickly yeah with but... like uh, less than 12 hours <laughs> for but you know we're, we're good off the cuff yeah I we're think. gonna have some some thrills some Ooh, chills saucy. Some... yes yes so how was your christmas oh it's delightful oh. actually i mean you know cootie queen <laughs> it was a normal christmas i mean i go through the whole every year just disappoints a little more for no good reason it's it's very much like um it's horrible because it really do equate it to you know, the first fix is always good. And you just chase that dragon. Yeah. That's me at Christmas every year. Mm-hmm. I try to chase a feeling and every year it's like... Okay, I hear you. So, as I said, I have to... Um, we were talking before. Next year I have to go on like a, a November trip to someplace Christmassy. Well, you know what kind of helped? Um, you should do Tinseltown next year. Yeah. Um, or Tinkletown. Tinkletown, yeah. That's... A different topic. Um, but anyway, I that, that kind of put me in a little bit of Christmas mood earlier. Mm-hmm. And then um, it all went to shit this week. So. Well, yeah. I mean, let me finish. I mean, I got derailed. And I'm not going to go into it here. But yeah, basically I was supposed to be off the week before Christmas. Yeah. Which is when I was going to do a lot of Christmassy activities. Mm-hmm. That all went out the fucking, you know, tube. Yeah. Christmas night when I was driving home, I went through... Um, a bottle of liquor. <laughs> bottle of liquor and some rubber balls. I went through Narstown, like Main Street, Rich Pike. Yeah, yeah. And they're like rebuilding the the courthouse and stuff. Yeah, there's, there's so it's all a construction, this construction. area. Mm-hmm. So driving by that area at night, long stretch of darkness, but you see like the old clock tower and yeah, shit. It's... Yeah, this looks like Batman should be fighting <laughs> the thugs at this thing. Yeah, so that's pretty Is, cool. Is uh, Markley still closed down? Um, I didn't go. I think it is, yeah. Because I went to. Um... A, uh, like a viewing right around there at mm-hmm. that uh, Five Saints distillery. I think it's Five Saints or whatever. Yeah. It was an old firehouse and they, it's a distillery now. It was yeah. really, it was a nice place. I don't know. I wish it was under different circumstances. Yeah. But whatever. There used to be a place that was like Club 88 and I assume it was because it was on 88 Main Street. A pretty unfortunate coincidence. Except like the Sapphire Club used to be around there too. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. For me, not too much. I watched a couple of Christmas movies. Ooh. Watched a Disney Christmas Carol. Did you? That's really it. Victor made us watch Christmas Again that he watched in school. Oh. Um, It was almost like Groundhog Day does Christmas. Uh, And it was cute. mm -hmm. But he had all Friday. Yeah. They had virtual school. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Who has virtual school the day before? Like, just cancel it because of the weather. Yeah. And I was off Friday. But um, what did I do? I don't even know what I did. My friend told her kid. No, it's, uh, I can't get, it's, it's something like cyber learning online something it was like an, an acronym for clothes but you kept t- like trying to push that it was um it's like no you have you have to get up because it's it's cyber learning it's uh and she eventually realized that it was closed and she was really pissed but that was fun so other than yeah nothing you i mean i know what happened um you. so mark just texted me there was no karate tonight oh wow that means empty hand i believe mm. 
we had the seven fishes on Christmas Eve, and that went fine. Um, cooked a lot of stuff, yeah. and we ate, and every... Mark's, Mark's mom always makes uh, a cake. Yeah. And Mark will eat cake sometimes for breakfast in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because he's a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. So on Christmas morning, Victor opens presents from Santa. He got... Uh, Santa brought him an Xbox I refrigerator. Saw... Oh, not an actual Xbox? No, it's a refrigerator. Oh, nice. Yeah, he didn't get an Xbox. We already have an Xbox. Oh. Ugh. Uh, 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 so then Mark starts eating breakfast, his cake for breakfast, because we're fancy. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I can't taste this. Mm -hmm. And he takes a COVID test and it lights up like Rudolph's nose. So uh. I cannot go to my mom's for Christmas. Mm. Um, so Victor is crying. Mark's yeah. upset, thinking he ruined Christmas. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a good time. Sounds like it. It started off good, just yeah. didn't end that great. What my original plan was, you know what my original plan was, Lou? What I really, really, really wanted to do. A suicide? No. <laughs> what? I was going to go buy a bottle of vodka. All right. Go to my dad's grave. Yeah. And get obliteratedly fucked yeah. up that I get arrested and I spent the day. How, <laughs> how, how Morrison-esque of you. But, you know, I just, you know. You ride the snake to the ancient lake. <laughs> I just drank a beer. Uh, hmm. It is what it is. Yep. People get sick. I'd rather not get anybody sick. So, what abs? I ate cookies for breakfast the day after Christmas. Fucking weirdo. Uh, the, I, I think I texted you. I was like, I ate, could I get a shitload of cookies? I was like, no, I feel like Oh, uh, yeah. Bad. I went and boxed afterwards for yeah. like an hour. I was beating the fucking shit out of a heavy bag. Because uh -huh. I need a... An outlet. I need an outlet. Yeah. Pent up rage and yeah. stuff. Mm. But uh, other than that, um, today we went to the King of Prussia Mall. Yeah. It was ridiculously busy. Mm -hmm. And I felt like people were constantly behind you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe I'm just not good with crowds. But you ever feel like people are just up your ass? Like, people are always, like, around you. I would say, yeah, actually... I was at Target earlier today. And yeah, it's like hard. people don't know their like personal space. Uh -huh. I just felt like people were walking the same exact speed of somebody. Like it was yeah. just annoying. And then we went to Barnes and Noble and it was loaded there too. So we got New Year's Eve coming up. Yep. I work New Year's Day, so normally we do this on New Year's Eve. Yeah. But we're not. <laughs> Such is life. Such is life. What other uh, good stories do you have, bruh? Bruh. Bruh. Uh, none really. Do we want to talk about Pinocchio yeah. now? Or... Um, do you want to talk about it now or do you want to do... Yeah, yeah what the fuck? It. Let's just talk about it now even though fuck we don't it. want to say... Fuck, fuck it. it. And I feel like this has sort of been a trend the last couple of years is that Netflix around Christmas just throws something up there that's creepy. They did Watership Down I think last oh, yeah, year yeah, yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. then you know that Dark Crystal Age of Resistance came out and Spooky Pants and whatever. So Guillermo del Toro directed Pinocchio for mm -hmm. Netflix. Not to be confused, because Robert Zemeckis did Pinocchio this year too for uh, Disney Channel, and I heard it was dog shit. Really? That's maybe the one I was thinking of. Yeah, no, this is um different. Okay. So, we all know the story of Pinocchio. Yes. About a little boy he who... He has a boner nose. He has a boner nose, <laughs> and uh, there's a joke is lie, tell the truth, and whatnot. Um... <laughs> It's the story of a young, I'll say robot boy, <laughs> a little robot boy who... Try not to snarf beer. Yeah, don't snarf on my carpet floor, even though it's... A... Go ahead. 
You know, I literally, I had to mop before you came because I snarfed on the hardwood floor. Um, so, okay, so a nice robot boy. So a little robot boy, <laughs> and he has a cockroach in his belly that tells him what to do, and he has adventures. No, Pinocchio, of <laughs> course. A, that should be your next novel. It is, in a way. Lucessa's Pinocchio. Starring Trash Sass Street. MTV a Productions will make it. Yes. It's Pinocchio, but it's also Guillermo del Toro. Yes. Pinocchio is based on an Italian novel. Mm-hmm. This version of Pinocchio takes place in fascist Italy. So it takes... It starts actually in 1916. Okay. Where... Geppetto's real live son Carlo dies when a church is bombed. Well, it gets better because so they tell you in the beginning that Carlo, his son, is dead, and it's like probably 10 15 minutes. And you, I know this kid's gonna fucking die. <laughs> You're like, come on, get on. Um, and no, it's just like oh, this is gonna be horrible. Yeah. So, fascist Italy. It leans a lot more into Catholicism. Okay. Than you would think. So Pinocchio doesn't look like a little... He doesn't look like the little Disney Pinocchio. He looks like a very rough-hewn puppet. Okay. Or robot boy, as we sometimes <laughs> call them. Whenever Pinocchio dies, he goes to the afterlife. There are these skeletal rabbits that are undertakers. And then he goes into this room where there's this sphinx. Okay. And the sphinx is like, well, you're immortal. Every time you come back here... You have to stay here until the sands run through this hourglass. Okay. And you're immortal and everyone you know is going to die. At first he's like, because Pinocchio's a little shithead. I'm going to be honest. He's like, I'm Pinocchio. I'm a little shithead. <laughs> he goes and... You're not selling this movie. Tilda Swindon is... Oh, Tilda Swindon. She's actually both the blue fairy, who's like a nature spirit who brings Pinocchio to life. And the, the Sphinx is the blue fairy's sister, who's like, yeah, it's bullshit. You're not a real person. My sister stole a human soul and... You, so you're just on borrowed life. Four wings and like the eyeball wings. Is Tilda Swindon like look at these scripts and she's like, this is fucked up. Yeah. Sold. She's like, squish, 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 darling. <laughs> he gets sort of kidnapped by a puppet master who is like, his name is El Volpino and shit. But okay. but a large part of it, because they discover Pinocchio's immortal, the fascists want to recruit him into the army to be like a, and I'll ruin it for you, even though it's somewhere Every time he dies, he goes to the afterlife and he has to wait a little longer to go back. Yes. And Geppetto and Ewan McGregor, who is Jiminy Cricket, he's actually Sebastian Cricket, because there still is a cricket. Okay. They get eaten by El Monstro. So you remember like in like a whale? Goes, yeah. Pinocchio goes, let's back up. He's traveling with Volpino in the puppet show. Yeah. Because... He doesn't want Geppetto to get sent to fight in the war. Okay. You know, World War Two. <laughs> well, shouldn't it if it's not... Oh, it starts in 1916? I get you. I know my history. Yeah. Or her-story. Her-story. her um, So he travels... He's traveling with, like, Volpino or whatever the fuck his name is. Mm-hmm. One day... Um, oh, and there's a little monkey. Oh, God. Fucking monkeys. But the monkey... monkey. The monkey is kind of jealous of Pinocchio... But then sort of sticks up for Pinocchio because Volpino's, yeah, I'll send half your, I'll send your share of the profits to Geppetto. And he's not doing that. So this day comes and Il Duce, Mussolini is coming to the show. Okay. And Pinocchio really does this really insulting version of the song he's been practicing. Talking about how Mussolini likes to fart and he poops and he likes to eat stuff like that. Geppetto, who's been looking for Pinocchio, 
gets eaten alive by El Monstro along with Sebastian the Cricket. Pinocchio goes in, but then, like, Geppetto gets knocked unconscious and he's sinking. El Monstro eats, uh, like, a a mine because the, the, the bay has, like, mines in it. Okay. This is making more... So he blows up. Geppetto's knocked unconscious and sinking to the bottom of the ocean. Pinocchio dies. He goes to the afterlife. The same thing. He's like, I have to go back and save my papa. And evil Tilda Swindon's like, no, rules is rules. He's like, no, this is bullshit. He doesn't say bullshit. She tells him, she's like, well, you know, if you go back early, you'll become mortal again. You'll be able to save Geppetto, but you'll die because you'll drown. So he does. Okay. Well, it gets better. Pinocchio saves Geppetto, but Pinocchio dies. And then Sebastian, Ewan McGregor the Cricket, who at the beginning is promised a wish if he guides Pinocchio on the right path. Uh-huh. He's like, I want to use my wish to bring Pinocchio back. Okay. So Pinocchio comes back. Why? Why? Why do you wish that? Well, you know. You know, they go home. Pinocchio, it's like Pinocchio the monkey, who's like like Spinal Copita or some shit like that. And the, uh, the I also said the crab. Um, the Cricket are all living together. Geppetto dies. The Cricket dies. <laughs> Uh, the monkey dies because Pinocchio's an immortal still, and he's wandering the earth. The end. Okay. Like I said, it's depressing, especially when like Geppetto dies and all that shit. I can imagine. When Pinocchio lies, his his nose grows, but it actually sprouts into a pine tree. They have to chop it off and reshape it every time. Bizarre. It's uh yeah, well, from the twisted mind of Guillermo mm. del Toro. Five stars. Really, five stars? I give it five stars. Okay. I watched Atomic Blonde again. Yeah, again, like last time, several. And I watched Kill Bill 2. Oh, yeah, I... Which Kill Bill do you like better? <clears throat> so I've been meaning to go back and watch both of them. Yeah. I've seen Kill Bill 1 the most. Uh-huh. And then I didn't particularly love the second Kill Bill that yeah. it came out. I didn't hate it. I'd like the first one a lot better. Mm-hmm. Going back, I actually really... Well, the. The scenes that are really good in Kill Bill 2 are really, really good. Yeah. But I think overall, the volume one's the better movie. I don't know. I agree. Okay. So I've been watching a lot of Tarantino stuff. Yeah. Watch Pulp Fiction, watch Reservoir Dogs. I think, God damn. Damn. Yep. So good. <laughs> so good. So young. I love Uma Thurman. Yes. She's awesome. And of course, Mia Wallace mm-hmm. clearly fucked Tony Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. And is trying to fuck Vincent Vega. I know. I used to want to be Mia, Mia Wallace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought she was super fucking yeah. cool. So anyway, like the crazy eighty-eight scene is just like so. That's what it like. Amazing. Kill Bill One. Uh, you could leave everything out, but the Owen Rishi stuff, and it would be the greatest movie because all the crazy eighty-eight stuff, which I forgot, goes to black and white. Yeah, yeah. Which I think it goes, goes to black and white again in Kill Bill Two when she's in the coffin. Oh. It goes back to oh. black and white. I don't know why. There must be something. They, they had to go to black and white because of it was too bloody. Yes. I have the Japanese version that mm-hmm. it's all in color. And to yeah. be honest, I kind of like it in black and white. It's just, yeah. just kind of cool. It, it was really cool. But yeah, that's, that was my thought. Because I haven't watched Kill Bill 2 yet because I derailed to watch The Dreamers. I have to say, L Driver is so fucking cool yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Like, I just... In Kill Bill 2, she's so fucking good. Yeah. I love her. Love her. She's just so cool uh-huh. in it. But that fight scene with L Driver mm-hmm. is just like the well, best. Well, that's my next one. And then I have to decide if I'm going to skip over a couple. 
I just like I just like fight scenes. That's why I like, like I like that's why I love Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Like that one fight scene in the hallway. Oh, like, it's great. Yeah. It is so fucking. No, good. I love Atomic Blonde. I might watch that at some. I have to find it. It's it's still really good. I was half thinking about it because I don't want to ruin shit. But in the beginning, she's like burning the picture of the dude, like uh, the agent that gets shot. Yeah. And you like you think that they had some romantic relationship, uh-huh. which they. I guess they might have, but I'm not even sure about that. Like, was she just like, I don't want to have anything to do with this dude. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'll rewatch it. Cause it, re- you originally think like they're together. Cause that's what I thought it was like her ex. And they might be, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, that's the only thing I kind of picked up on again. But I, I like when she says cocksucker. She goes, cocksucker. I know. She's amazing. And then she gets in the tub full of ice. Oh yes. And, and she just stuff. fucking drinks water or drinks vodka like yeah. water. And like, yeah. she's so fucking she's awesome. She's in pain. Uh, Jackie Brown. I've never seen Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown's good. Jackie Brown is very underrated. Reservoir Dogs? Um, I'm hit or miss with Reservoir Dogs. Like, so my favorite Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, probably Kill Bill. Alright. Next might be Pulp Fiction. Alright. I really like Hateful Eight. Like, I haven't watched it in a while, but I just thought it was, it's very long in dialogue, but I just think it was so clever and interesting, and like, I, I don't know. I, I saw it in 70 millimeter. Yeah. And like, Kill Bill 2, I really like From Dusk Till Dawn. Like, I, yeah. that's very underrated. <laughs> like, I always think of the part where Tarantino's like, I, I'd do it. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, would, I knew you were going to say that, because I think the same thing. Kill, uh, not Kill Bill, I'm oh, sorry, Pulp Fiction. Is, is that your favorite? Oh yeah, by far. Really? That I I saw that in the theater. There's a lot of boring parts of Pulp Fiction to me, though. Like what? Like the Tim Roth stuff's kind of boring after yeah. a while. But, like my favorite is the Mia Wall. Like anything with Uma Thurman's in it yeah. is, uh, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't know. I just think I haven't watched it in a while. But I do. Like, you should watch it. It's good. I know. I think Bruce Willis's girlfriend is pregnant. Yeah, I believe so. And that's what she wants to tell him. Hmm. But I'm trying to think of other stuff. I didn't, I'd like, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I liked a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Good shit. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about some music, but it's okay. Like, oh, uh, Pinocchio Sings, that's musical. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're, we're doing something a little different, I think, music-wise, and sort of a giving presents yesterday, we were texting each other, mm-hmm. and we I gave each we other did. musical presents. Ooh, thank you for the Bandcamp gift card. Yeah. Um, I always like to wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now this is up in my room yesterday. And mm-hmm. When did I send you the gift card yesterday? I think. I, yeah, because you asked me about it. Christmas. Because I didn't check email until yesterday. Because I was actually hiking. So, year's end. Yep. We got a list. Oh, I thought we were going to do... Um, what do you want to do? Do uh, your guy and mine. We thing. can do that. I didn't like write oh, anything down. Okay, because I wrote stuff down. <laughs> Let me go to band camp. I was boxing yeah. the other day, and I put on Franz Ferdinand on Amazon, <clears throat> like their music app or whatever. And Were you I, boxing yesterday? Is that when this happened? Because that would be Boxing Day, Jamie. Oh, fuck. I was boxing yesterday. Oh. Go ahead, was sorry. it on Christmas? No, it might have been on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it like went to like different artists and stuff as a playlist will and a came, I'm gonna get water and you can talk. Came across Albert Heyman Jr. And I'm like, who's this dude? Really sounds like the strokes and like Kaiser Chiefs and stuff like that. This song set to attack played and I was like, What is this? And I fucking loved it. 
Albert Heyman is the guitarist for The Strokes. So I was like, holy shit. No wonder it sounds a lot like The Strokes. I just like went down a rabbit hole and fucking love this album. Um, it's called Francis Trouble. It came out in March 9th, 2018. But I'm surprised I never even heard of this. And The Strokes are like, he's out of New York. The Strokes apparently had an album out this year too. Oh, really? And I never even listened hmm. to it. But this album I think is fantastic. Starts off with DVSL. Good song. Like this song doesn't sound like The Strokes. I like if I wouldn't have known or compared it to, to that when hearing this song. It's, it's good. Mm -hmm. Far Away Truth's really good songs. That's when I'm like, ooh, this reminds me of the guitar work from The Strokes. Yeah. But like Set to Attack, like I am fucking obsessed with this song. Yeah. It, I don't know. There's like something that just hooks me in. The lyrics are amazing. Mm -hmm. It's just like... I don't even know how to explain yeah. it. But I sent it to Lou yesterday, and I'm like, you gotta listen to this song. Yes. It's fucking amazing. T for Two, awesome song. Mm -hmm. Like, a little more morose, a little more angry, I would say. Yeah. Stop and Go, good song. Screamer, I like. Rocky's Late Night, good. I like that. There's only so much I could say, mm -hmm. because I didn't really write anything down. Back to Front, I think this is a really good album. I wish I would have known about this in 2018. Yeah. But, like, that Set to Attack song, I'm fucking obsessed mm -hmm. with and it's really really good so but if like so i'm reading um when i went down the rabbit hole it's like francis trouble explores a deep personal topic the stillborn death of albert Heymans jr's twin brother francis and the lingering effects that events have uh has had in his life and music in november of 79 his mother miscarried they rushed to the hospital and were told the baby was too was far too premature to live albert continued to grow inside of his mother undetected until she was nearly six months pregnant. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like all that. I'm like, this is really fucked up. Yeah. So it was like just interesting. And I was listening to this album and trying to like mm -hmm. relate to stuff, go to that story, and I couldn't yeah. really. Um, I really like this album. It's awesome. I really liked it too. I, I listened to it today. It's one of the two songs I, while I was, or one of, I listened to this album today in its entirety while I was hiking, as well as the other I album. I did when I was running. Too. Yeah. I can totally see why. It would recommend it to you if you're listening to Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. totally. And yeah. it's good. It's. I think it's really, yeah, it's really, really good. good. I'm just surprised. Like, I never even heard mm -hmm. of it before. Yeah. Like, because I, I like that old, like, I love the Strokes, and mm -hmm. I liked Franz Ferdinand. Like, that was yeah. my jam, like, mm -hmm. back early 2000s with, like, Queens of the Stone Age. I yeah. was, like, super into that stuff. And, I, felt, like, I felt like Franz Ferdinand, especially the first album, was in fair rotation at the comic book. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the stroke, like I always listen yeah, the to strokes, strokes, yeah. Into the Stony, like I listen mm -hmm. to all that stuff. Um, that kind of like yeah. got me back into like you know indie rock yes. per se. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of people don't like the Strokes. I like the Strokes. Mm. Band I've never seen live. I would see them live. Well, if they're, they had an album come out, maybe you get to. Maybe. And well, because I would follow uh, Julian Casablanca. Like he he's the lead singer of the Strokes, mm -hmm. and I liked his um, what you call it his like indie projects and stuff i might even reviewed him at one point yeah. in time, but i always liked him mm. but anyway albert Heyman yes <laughs> Jr. so very uh, good uh what was the name of the thing again francis francis trouble yes but yeah if you if you want to listen to one song listen to that set to attack song it's fucking mm -hmm. amazing jamie sent me that i listened to it really liked it but mainly used it as an excuse to send an album I've been super into for the last year. Mm -hmm. So this is Impossible Weight by Deep Sea Diver. Mm -hmm. uh, Deep Sea Diver is out of Seattle, Washington. Yes. This album came out in 2020. This is their third LP. Mm -hmm. I discovered this band. Someone told me to you should check this band out. 
And they had just released their KEXP set. So I watch KEXP live performances a lot. Okay. This one came out last October, actually like November, so almost a year ago, oh, a little wow. over a year ago, but a year after the album had been recorded. It was actually their album of the year. It might be the strongest fucking live set I've ever seen anywhere. Wow. I will actually, I'm going to post, um, I'll post a link in the show notes. Cool. If I remember, which I might not. I should um, be writing this shit down. Oh. Yes. And I'm not going to go over all the songs. I'm going to go over a few. It opens with Shattering the Hourglass, which sort of sets the table very nicely. This is a song very much about self-doubt, uh, which is a common theme in this album. It's about allowing yourself to fall apart, mm-hmm. giving yourself permission. I think Jessica... So Jessica Dobson is the lead singer. Okay. Uh, she's a guitarist. She plays keyboards. She produced this album or co-produced this album. I don't... She was in... So she pl- she also played guitar for Beck. I, I did And she that. was in the, um, the Shins for a while. Okay. I never got into the Shins. I'm not super into the Shins, but it's just noteworthy. And I think she wrote this song... She's like, the week a friend of mine was in hospice care dying um, due to complications related to alcoholism. Oh. I like, oh, nice and cheery. Mm. And this is a nice, like I said, this is an album on largely self-doubt. Uh, Lights Out has a much more frantic feel. There's some spacey dweep dwarps in there. This whole album is really layered and complex. That was the Shattering the Hourglass was the favorite, the first song, right? Yeah. That I was just like, is this, it was very depressing. Do I know, yeah. I was like, is this where it's going to, am I going to cry tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to end it all tonight. No. Lights Out, it, it's a lot more frantic energy, like it's a layered. It abruptly goes into the sudden guitar run. It's mm-hmm. like you can't catch your breath. Uh, very invigorating. Impossible Wait. Love it. Yeah, love it. Love Love the way the lyrics just sort of click with the staccato guitar riffs at the beginning. Um, The lyrics really flow so nicely into the chorus, which sort of sums up the song, which is, of course, that was then and this is now. I tried so hard not to let you all down. It's an impossible wait, so I'll let you down now. I know, I was like... I did not discover till later. Were you were you playing Russian roulette? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no, I was like spin uh, <laughs> with pornographies. Um, I was like, this will be an impossible week. <laughs> so what I did not know when I first heard this, and actually after I bought the album for a while after is Sharon Van Etten yeah. is guest. Track. She actually sings yeah. the second verse. It does say it in Man Camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to be held by I don't know the man. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but you know, it's Switchblade, different. It's almost like Fiona Apple asking its lyrics, but I can it's see like that, yeah. a little show toony, a little ding ding. Jo- <laughs> <laughs> a little Elton Johnny, actually. Well, you, the song you need to pay attention to, the song you need to know is Eyes Are Red. Um, don't be afraid. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> don't be afraid, Jamie. Eyes Are Red. Seven minutes. <laughs> it's a good fucking- song. It's a great song. It is. And I'm going to tell you why it's a great Impossible song. Impossible Wait's still my favorite song. It, it's, it's the catchiest song. Yeah. Eyes are red. I was like, I'm going to kill myself. It's about <laughs> confronting trauma. Yep. It's a really powerful song. You can, hear, you can hear the weight and the emotion, the lyrics. At times, at least in the first part, the band provides a minimal accompaniment, leaving a lot of room for Dobson's vocals. That goes on for about three minutes. And then... The extended guitar solo starts, and this is what 
Sells this to me. This is what won you? This song hits every fucking button <laughs> I have. Ooh. The only way it could be better is if the entire... You like, get the button? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If all the musicians in Deep Sea Diver uh-huh. were anthropomorphic kittens playing <laughs> tiny little instruments, and then it would be the greatest thing uh. ever. So the solo. Yeah. The extended solo. Starts out with just the drum and bass laying down the rhythm, and then sort of the guitar asserts itself. Simple at first, and then the strumming builds in intensity, adding layer upon layer, till it becomes this like dark wave orchestral masterpiece. There's this sss, like a Cobra Commander. So Destro! There's this sustained. I wanted to say, it reminded me of Fish Called Wanda when he's like. Come on, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> Spin it up. Hello, Ken's pets. It's. I haven't thought about that like movie in years, and I thought about it like twice yesterday. Uh, I don't know. Fish why. called Wanda. We're talking about. Yes. So there's a sustained like note that gives it this really haunting, mournful quality to the whole song, to the solo. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's synth. Um, you can't almost can't tell if it's someone going. Or just a... No, a, you're right. Yeah. That does make... Because I was like, is that an instrument or someone yes. in the background? Anyway, the vo- the voice is an instrument. Mm, it is. Just like my weather dominator. <laughs> this is such a powerful song and a butcher yet. But not even good impressions. Oh, God. Um, so it's anyway. It's good as a uh, fucking Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with uh, Karina along with yeah. She shame she won't do. Uh, she's like, I don't do impressions anymore because too many people make fun of me. Uh, I would pay like fifty bucks a month on Bandcamp just she, for the many impressions of Karina along. Or you would do one of those one of those things called where they you can they'll leave a message for you. Oh, a cameo! Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Do you do cameo? Anyway, for the third time. Oh, God. So she's really hammering. Jessica Jobson's really hammering down on the fucking guitar. And eventually it sort of comes to this this dissonant stop. Then the guitar fades into the background and the synth sort of becomes more prominent. And the soul song becomes almost atonal as it slowly fades. Then, Jamie, then. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. And everything fucking explodes. Coming notes. everywhere and all over the place <laughs> and this howl and it's like and I'm like fuck me. So, one could surmise you have jacked off to this song <laughs> no, only metaphysically and then You're it like, here comes I'm and then it doesn't so much um it doesn't peter out but it just mm. the way it just comes to like an abrupt oh, end oh it petered out and it came <laughs> to an end um, so it's a seven minute track mm-hmm. they'll extend it in live performances and they refer it's to it's two a, hours <laughs> they did two hour version in the one interview I saw the drummer camera Edward whatever who's also Jessica Dobson's husband refers to this as like yeah we, we really wore on drugs it so I they call it war on drugsing is when you just go into this extended I saw fucking war on drugs yeah yeah it's amazing and usually like like, that was an amazing review. Yeah, well, I guess excited. Yeah, I could tell. I need a cigarette. Um, <laughs> I think you messed yourself. It kind of reminds me of... It, it, from the, the Ziggy Stardust... It's like sort of the Contra film. It's like the documentary. Angela Bowie's talking about the song Five Years. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I told... I'm like, David, you got to add something a little slower because, god damn, these people look like they're going to fucking come. <laughs> 
but I would never dishonor that music. Mm, music. Because especially because I'm just like kind of have to sit there then like this. Yeah. I'm just sitting there mouthing. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I love this album. It's really good. I, and the whole album is good, uh, but those songs are the strong, like the ones that are sort of the most immediately strong songs. They did like a Christmas album years ago. Like it's a four songs. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, something I want to talk about unrelated um, last time. So did you see that, um, <clears throat> oh, what's her name? Um, the, the girl who did the Titanic song? Oh, I'm going to be a... Um... No, the real type. The Celine wee, Dion. Celine Dion, yeah. She, <laughs> she, tidy. <laughs> tidy. Or Anne Frank. I'm, I'm going to be on the diary someday. <laughs> Sadly, that's not on. Uh, so, any. yeah, there's this. How long? That must have been from like 20 years ago. There yeah. was a little short on Saturday Night Live. And it was like Titanic. It must have been around Titanic. It was Tidy, yeah. Yeah, Tidy the Titanic. And they were like, Whoopi Goldberg is Iceberg. Nice. I'm a I'm big a bear. bear. It was really stupid. And we've talked about this before. We've talked about it like uh, Gilbert Gottfried is Napoleon Bonaparte. Yes. So Celine Dion has, it was it like, it's like stiff person syndrome or something like that? Really? Oh, yeah. She has, it's like this horrible disease. It's horrible as <laughs> the math device. <laughs> I'm crapping up here. All right. Celine Dion has a very long fucking uh, wiki. Oh, by the way. Yeah? If you ever need beer or COVID tests on Christmas, go to Acme. Oh, all right. Nice. It was open. Yeah, where a lot of sad people who were drunk and <laughs> coughing. Yes, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and crying. Hmm. No, that's, I don't have a soul. And I don't cry. She has, so she has a disease called stiff person syndrome. Crazy. Your muscles, muscles just get rigid. To yeah. Resume. So I want to bring this up because when they she made the announcement, and this is like probably a couple months ago at this point, I'm reading the article, and I thought it one. I thought it was an Onion article at first. Mm-hmm. Then I thought it was a very poorly written Onion article because stiff person syndrome sounds like sounds like you made it up. Yeah. It's like a and it's not. And then eventually the news like part, it sounds like I would like oh, yeah. Jamie has stiff person yeah. syndrome. I felt like. Quite the silly goose hmm. when the news picked it up. It's interesting. I've never heard of it yeah. before. You know what else is interesting? Albums. Of All the, year. the albums that came out this year. Yeah, let's get let's get to it. Forty minutes in. Yeah. They're like, sh- can they shut the fuck up for one minute? Mm-hmm. Um, I have to see. Let's see if we got any late editions. Yeah. Ooh, Nick Crowley just. Oh. All right, so um, I'll start with some people. Mm-hmm. I'll start with my husband Mark. Yeah. Number one, we'll start, we'll go to number 10. Yeah. He did 10. 10, The Wipes, Making Friends. That's uh-huh. a good, uh, that you should listen to that. Uh-huh. Extra Arms, What is evening ha- Even Happening Right Now, which was reviewed. High Viz, Blending. Convert, Saves, re- reviewed. Mm-hmm. Regulate, Self-Titled, reviewed. Exide, Deliberate Revolver. Deliberate Revolver. Secret Shame, Autonomy, yep. mm-hmm. reviewed. City of Caterpillar, well, that's really good. You should yeah. check that out. Mystic Sisters. I just, um, I don't have it. Like, Mark obviously really likes mm-hmm. it, but, like, I never got into City of Caterpillars, but yeah. what I heard, it's actually really mm-hmm. good. Skullcrack, Addicted to the Underground. Mm. And Division of Laura Lee, Last Night. Ah. Um, Nick Crowley, he did number five, A Death Cab for Cutie, Asphalt Meadows, Oso Oso, Sore Thumb, Band of Horses, Things Are Great. Mind Force, New Lo- New Lords. I forgot about that. Did you review that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of. It was like a shitty review, yeah. but every review mm-hmm. I do is shitty. Mm-hmm. Pup, the unraveling of Pup the band. 
I'm gonna go to my shit. Booty, booty, boop, 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 boop. Maybe this is on trips. Dave Mooney, number 10. Yeah, 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 it's cool it down. Off. You, you know what I say about that album? What? No, no, no's. Really? I was super, wait, I, I might, maybe I'll remove it next time. I wasn't super into it. But. Off, free LSD. Really good album. Um, I didn't even know where to start to review it because mm -hmm. it's like kind of out there, um, but really good. Block Party, number eight, uh, Alpha Games, Hot Chip, Freak Out Slash Release, Silver Sun Pickups, Physical Thrills, Editors, EBM, Foles, Life Is Yours, Spoon, Lucifer on the Sofa, Wet Leg, self-titled, Metric, Formentaria. Ooh, Metric had an album come out this yeah. year? Yeah. Oh, I have to check that. Anyway, I like Spoon. I just, yeah. I don't own anything by him, but there's always something, they always put out something uh -huh. I like. Yeah. So Joey put Spoon. Uh -huh. Your bro. Yeah. Put well, Wet Leg, self-titled, OCs, uh, Dark Thoughts. I didn't even know Dark Thoughts mm. had something out. King Mike Entertainment Systems. Which reviewed. Yeah. Was it Shalipa Ray? Shalipa Ray, which I want to go. Mm -hmm. I like Shalipa Ray. I, I think to... that's everybody I have. I thought there well, there wasn't someone else. Uh, I'll double check. I don't think anyone. No one likes you, Lou. I that's like you. True. Mm. You're my bro. Yeah. You're my bro. Aww. You're my so. Oh, it feels so low. I'm going to sew your <laughs> mouth shut and poop it. I don't know. That's a, that makes no sense for Anyway, I don't have anybody. I want to say that's it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No. If you want, look up me. Hey, hey. Okay, two comments. Yeah, no, I got nothing. So, yeah, if, I wish we would have had a little more time, mm -hmm. but this is kind of um, yeah. thrown yeah. to the wind. What about us, Jamie? What about us? So what about me? What about me? Yeah. I have needs. Yeah. And feelings. Well, you know who understands those needs? Number ten, black dresses. Forget your own face. <laughs> you had that as ten. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see. Um, I come back to that album fairly often. Number ten for me. Busy Busy Yeah, I did. <laughs> You're looking at me like I just said. Ding dong. Pegging. <laughs> fucking no. Uh, number nine, Westerner. Kali Yuga Ooh. Kama Sutra. I fucking totally... Oh. I like... I, that's another one really I listen good. to often. I like to dance around and clean. Because I went back and like went to our website actually and like looked at what you mm -hmm. had and I just... So usually what I do when I do these lists, the ones... The any any band in the last year I can actually think of mm -hmm. automatically it makes like, it yeah yeah that's how now I now they it. can be argued off yes the list because I had five right off the bat I had I had like seven right off the bat ah. so my number nine right that's what yeah convert ah. I like convert a lot eight for me is. The most secret of shames, secret shame autonomy. Good stuff. Um, I really good stuff. like it. Need to dive into it more. Yep. Um, because it's still relatively fresh. My number eight, extra arms. Oh, nice. I liked it. I like that fun guy song. Yeah. Like that. I I I must found I listened to that a lot last summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shit. What's your seven? Beach house, once twice melody. Ooh, what's my seven? I don't know. Division of Laura Lee EP. Ah. I like it. Yeah. I can't. I couldn't put it too far up, in my opinion, because EP. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. Yeah. The Beths. Ooh. Number six, Sam, uh, expert in a dying field. That was good. Really good. Got really back into that album when I was editing that podcast, which we recorded out of sequence. So it was yeah. like it had been so long since we had recorded that podcast. I was like, I wonder when I reviewed. Mm. And it was it. Oops, and it was sorry. good. 
We're on the six, right? Yes. Beach Rats. Ah, yes. I really like the Beach Rats, and I listen to it a lot. Remember number five, Crisis Actor, Sandman Sleeps. That was very good. A band I really liked um, that I screwed up the, I think, the album title. I think I was calling the band Sandman Sleeps and the album Crisis (laughs) Actor. Yes, I think so. Number five for me. Uh-huh. I have wet leg as number five. Oh, yeah. oh. I'm a hater. Oh, I'm a hater. Fucking hater egg. Uh, number four. These could be in any other any order. Like my yeah. number one's number one. Uh, uh, number four, soccer mommy. Sometimes forever. Mm, it's kind of the year of, of sad girl rock a it little really bit. Is. Yeah. Let's remember. Remind me to circle back to sad girl rock. All right. So my number four is uh, Angel Olsen. All right. Ooh, hater. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Hater and homophobe. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That'll be edited. <laughs> Big time, I think is. Yeah. Yeah. I love this album. It's really good. Like, like these top five, I could kind. Of, I listen to yeah. so many times, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking on like what I really listen yeah. to the most. Yeah. At like all the way through. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I'm going. Yep. Um, number three for me. Why'd you go and have to make? It get weird. weird. I don't know. Uh, wet leg. Now wet leg for a band that was hyped so, up so and actually lived up to that. Number three is wet leg for yeah. And mine's number five. I'm like hater. <laughs> shut the fuck up. So number three was wet leg. Yes. Number three for me is Soul Glow. I listen to uh-huh. that album fucking like nonstop, like uh-huh. working out. Love it. Mm. Hater. Number two. Big time. Angel okay, Olsen. okay. My number two, Black Dresses. Yeah? Fucking love that album. Yeah, I do too. Black Dresses is like if you gave La Tigra PCP laced with rabies. <laughs> yes. And it's like, I don't even, and a very much self-loathing. Like, yeah. Um, and, a, and a note that says you're ugly. Yeah. <laughs> it just sets well, that's the, the thing. Is... For something. <laughs> oh, What's your numero, numero uno? We're at one, right? Yes. Number one, album of the year for me. Mm-hmm. Sharon Van Etten, we've been going about this all wrong. Mm. It's an album that hit me in the Fifi's. Mm. Yeah. I would almost say it, it's a struggle between big time and um, we've been going about this all wrong. And then on a given day, I might like one better than the other. Mm. My number one, yeah. Beach House. Like, uh, I yes. fucking love that album, and I've listened to it plenty and plenty of times. I almost forgot about Beach House, too, because that was really early in the year. Yeah, it was, uh, I think, February. Yeah. Because um, I remember fucking really depression. And uh, this album hit, and another go-around was a song that really hit me, and I was like, oh, my God. I felt this album went for me. You're like, oh, that song's, that song's good. And you're like, yeah. that song's really good, too. That, like, it... It was very consistent throughout the whole... For a double album, I thought it was pretty amazing. I have a couple honorable mentions. I have one. Um, Citizen and Stiff Richards, both because they were both reissues. Yeah, like Citizen I would have had on my list, but yeah, yeah, being a reissue. And then the Stiff Richards was that really garage where we had the debate about Mm -hmm. if someone refers to a little girl in a song. And then I said, how I did rewrite the lyrics. (laughs) A little girl who's adult age, she can vote. (laughs) And then Julia Julia, I liked a lot, but it's so mm-hmm. weird and I don't listen to it that often. Go ahead. Um, weird Nightmares was mine. Ah. I thought that was really good and catchy and whatnot. Did you want to, so circling back to Sad Girl Rock? So Sad Girl Rock, I forgot to talk about this like an episode ago. So I was, I looked up, I Googled Sad Girl Rock and you know what the fucking picture is? It's fucking garbage. Uh-huh. Not, the, not a bag of garbage, but yeah. the band garbage, which uh-huh. me and Lou 
is probably why we're friends. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, there's a picture of like Shirley Manson and uh-huh. like like I was like fucking really. Mm-hmm. So on that list was also Fiona Apple. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, well, I'm such a disgrace. Tori Amos is like the OG. Yeah. But I do you consider garbage sad girl rock? They have like Alanis too, and I'm like, I don't think Alanis. No, but it is interesting because garbage has sort of been around long enough to be influencing. Like Soccer Mommy is very clearly like yeah. garbage. Um, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I forgot to say that last time. Uh, like Mazzy Star, I can see Mazzy yeah. Star being sad uh-huh. girl rock, not garbage. You know, it was sad girl rock in a different way. What? Crystal Castles. Alice Glass is like. I don't know, called a doc on Crystal Castle, like whatever really? happened to Crystal Castles. Well, there, did you hear all that stuff? What I happened? did now, yeah. Like, I, I super knew about Super abusive that. and like wouldn't let her have They were together, and... yeah, and he was like an asshole and she went. So I follow her on Instagram. And she I do too. Follow. She had some solo album on. I haven't listened yeah, to Yeah, I wanted to circle back. Crystal Castles, I have to go back. We almost saw them. Because we? it was Crystal Castles and Sleigh Bells. Yeah, and maybe one of us had to work or something. Yeah. It was a long time but, ago. I kind of wish we would have saw that. But yeah, well. That's probably when I was like hardcore going my electro thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. Crystal Castles. Yeah, Starcrawler didn't make the list. I forgot about Starcrawler, to be um, honest. I just wasn't super. The songs that were good were really good, yeah. but I. But I wasn't that into it. that one. What? Surfboard almost made the list. And I was like, "Oh, that came out last year." I know. No, uh, I've been listening to that album. And that album's still really yeah, fucking good. I mean, Surfboard's still good. No one else could be sad. Girl rock. Portishead. Yeah. Portishead. Another album I listened to a lot, but it was more towards the beginning of last year. Was Zero Seven the Sia yeah. album? The Garden. I remember, yeah. I, I still like fucking love that album. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so good. Love that joke. Mark just said that the other day too. <laughs> Yeah. Love the, like today, you're texting each other. You know what's a really good band? What? Cold Sliver! <laughs> Me, my friend, that's sweet youth. <laughs> oh, I wish I knew more Cobra Commander shit to say. Oh, God. Once a man. <laughs> that's from the G.I. Joe movie. So, what should we um, do for next here? How about we have more episodes? <laughs> we did, okay, I want to do we more episodes. We had a lot of shit happen. My goal next year, and I started to do this this year, and then we got in a groove. Yeah. New episodes every other week. Which means if we can't get to we it, can just Skype I can something. do a quick fill in episode. Or we could, like. Which I did one. Um, and I've been saying I would do those too, but we can always do it online. It's just getting here sometimes. Yeah. Like, preparing's not like a big deal for me. But I know it's a pain in the ass probably to edit. It, the editing is usually what slows shit down. Yeah. But we can always do it that way at least every three weeks, maybe. Try yeah. to do it every other week. I would like to. Like, just throw... We've done it once before, other than this. Just throwing out an album we really like. Mm-hmm. Um, just talking about that, because that's a good, like, palate cleanser. Yeah. We always say more topics. Yeah, I mean, we had a bunch of shit, like, pretty still much have stuff happened we could from, like, the summer on. Yeah. Like, we all got sick. Um, sick. Sick. We're supposed to take... We took vacation. Well, I took well, vacation. I <laughs> stayed at home soon. Yeah. I mean, there's always the side stuff I want to do. I still want to do my commentary tra- commentary trick on Sir Psycho Sexy. Mm. I really you know want. What we should do? We should read Bondage Fairies <laughs> the way we used to. That'd be good. Show. I think I have found it. Did you really? The yeah. Bondage Fairies comic. I have like a trade Bondage Fairies Extreme. <laughs> oh, do you? With Piffle. Oh, do you know? <laughs> Yuppies, rednecks, and lesbians from Mars. Oh, I remember. We should do a live reading. Abduct all the take all the cucumbers. <laughs> 
For real? In Mars, that's the plot. I remember like reading it at work. Yeah. We can do that. The one I really want to do, and I just have to write <laughs> what it. What was the name of the comic where that like super weirdo perv was like, <laughs> what? It was one of the adult comics, and you're like, can I help you? And he was like, I don't need help. I don't remember. I plotted that out. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. No, no, but I want to do. Or for my sister said she saw Ronald held. Oh, really? She said, imagine Ronald held. And imagine him a 95-year-old man, but she said she saw him. Uh-oh. I went to the comic book store today. I wanted to, I want to get back into reading X-Men or something, yeah. or Batman. Uh. I did watch the first episode of Harley and Ivy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what to think of it. No. Because I'm like, when's the other shoe going to drop? Their happiness cannot yeah. last well, forever. Well, that's your mind. <laughs> I'll circle back because you know what else came out? What? Letter Candy, new season. Oh! Start yesterday, they all released. No, but I was saying the other thing I want to do, that, and I just have to write it, mm-hmm. is I want to do the Red Shirt Star Logs, which is, the it's basically the erotic podcast about Star Trek The Next Generation, and it's it takes place, well, I, this is the I'm premise, in, I'm in. it takes place in 10 forward, and I am, it's replicoid 4837, and on my 15 minute break, I just talk about the erotic adventures. Oh, so it's almost like Red Shoe Diary. You should have that's little, exactly you should what have a like. little robot called Jake. That's it. Um, anyway, we'll do a couple different things, but yeah, keep it more active. I'm trying to, and I start doing it this year, expand how I write. You the, wrote a lot uh, more stuff on the website, I didn't know. So keep up with that. Yeah. Stuff like that. And we'll, we have, just play with it. Have fun. Yeah. I would like to do things outside. I would like to go to concerts again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next time I'll have my book report on Sweet Blood. Oh, yes. How is it? I haven't started. I felt so. like because we... <laughs> it's something, if you were like, let's record this weekend, I could have banged out in one day, but not... Banged it out, motherfucker. Um, I want to read the Bono book. Hmm. Hmm. And, yeah, anyway. Christmas from... Yeah. The bottom of Trash South Street's heart, TSS. Yes, TSS Pod. Find us in all the places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And be safe. Be safe. Later. And we might offer like Song of the Year as sort of a subtopic again. Yeah. Just to rope more people in. Um, and then we'll make new lists. Yep. Word up. Bye, everybody. Bye.